Hey, it's Jess, and welcome to the HeartStrong Podcast, where we figure out how to navigate the challenges in our lives. It's my personal mission to guide you towards your greatest potential. So come along with me as we explore living with courage, or as I put it, living HeartStrong. Hey, it's Jess, and welcome to Season 5 of the HeartStrong Podcast. I can't believe that we're here at Season 5, and I'm really excited about it. So we're going to begin this season talking about evolution, about the permission to change. And as I was working on the season, it was kind of funny because I, I realized that several of the episodes that we've recorded had this theme. So I thought it would be a great way to start. You know, the seasons are changing. And I have a sneaky suspicion that many of you desire change in your life. I mean, so much has changed in our world. I think there's so many people that I know that have tried to change their jobs, their careers. It's like, I think we're desirous of it. And I thought I would start by telling you a little bit about some changes that I've made in the background of my own story, of the nonprofit that I have, of my own brand, and just to give you a little bit of permission to do that in your own life. And so if you followed me for a while, or if you know anything about my story, in 2015, I started a nonprofit called the Ethan Lindbergh Foundation. And I did that in honor of my son, Ethan, who died of a congenital heart defect. He actually needed a new heart at age seven and spent the last 13 months of his life in the hospital. It was a really, really hard season of our life, a really, really challenging journey. And as you know, one thing happens, but there are so many ripple effects. And those ripple effects of his illness and his death were years, years of working through. And I will miss him every day, but I am so thankful for him and for all that I have learned from him. And so we started this organization for me, not because I needed to do it to memorialize my son. I did it because I needed to answer some questions for myself and I needed to make changes in systems that I had been a part of. There were things that my family went through that I thought no family should ever have to do it this way. And I was asking a lot of questions in my life. And so we created the Ethan Lindbergh Foundation and it has been miraculous, marvelous. We've done wonderful things. We have served families in the community that we had been a part of that kids who, families whose children have congenital heart disease. We've housed them in housing for over 3000 nights. We've given away hundreds of thousands of dollars in grants to families to cover things that, you know, insurance just doesn't cover. We funded research. We've created events for grieving mothers. We funded music therapy. We've done all the things. It's been such an amazing journey. And honestly, when I, when I started, I never thought that it would become what it has become. And I'm so proud of it. And it's been such, such a beautiful journey. But as time had gone on, I kind of sensed, and this was probably about 18 months ago, that change was coming, that it was time to make a change. And that was kind of exciting and hard at the same time because I had built or was building something that was really successful that people really liked. And I thought, well, gosh, if I make a change, will people come with me? Will they support me? Will this organization fail? Will I be a failure? But I couldn't, I couldn't put down this sense within me that it was time to make a change. And I started exploring what that might look like. And I have pages and pages and notebooks and Google Docs of what this could be. I met with people. I talked with people. I worked through some things. Some things worked. Some things didn't. But what was also happening in the background of my life was that my son, Bodie, um, who was born two years after Ethan died, and then we learned a year later that he has a rare muscular dystrophy. So he's fully disabled. He's full-time care when he's home. He's a wonderful little boy. We love him so much, and it's really hard. 
And so at the time, right before I, I was sensing change, he was also going through some really significant health challenges. He was actually losing his vision. It was over a year of in and out of the hospital, multiple surgeries where um, I had to take a big break from sort of the the way that I was doing the nonprofit. I was, I was, I historically had worked on it, you know, it was more than a full-time job and I had to take that back a little bit, but that also gave me time to think. And what became very clear to me is that it was time to make a change, that it was time for me to shift what I was doing um, into something new. And so I started exploring what that might look like. You know, I want to say here that when we know that we want to make a change or we sense a change is coming, it's exciting, like I said, and it's scary. And one of the things that I have struggled with in my own life is that tension. And I think when we're grieving, when we're sad, when things are challenging in our life, we can get stuck, right? We can get stuck in our lives. And though we want to make a change or we want to heal or we want to move forward, it's like more comfortable to stay where we're at. I think that, um, and for me, that manifested in a lot of imposter syndrome and self-doubt. And and people who know me in real life or who have observed me would say, gosh, Jessica, I would never think that this has been a challenge for you. But the reality is that any of the changes that I've made, any of the evolutions have been fraught, frankly, with, with self-doubt and wonder if... I should be doing that. But here's what I want to say. I, I've, I've always though listened to that still small voice and I've just taken a step and I'm never sure if it's going to work out. I'm not sure exactly how it's going to go, but I still believe in taking that step. And so if that's you listening, I just want to encourage you not to be stuck, but to take a step forward to where you think you might want to be. And so my son Bodhi's going through this, this really big challenge and I'm observing all of these different things in my life. And here we are working over in the heart community of a community that I, I love dearly. But I'm like, my life is about a bigger story. There's something else going on here. And I remembered this day that I was sitting in a, a Starbucks, actually. And it was five years after Ethan died and two years after Bodhi had been diagnosed. And there were so many things going on in our family. It kind of felt like, honestly, like a shit storm, to be honest with you. And, um, I wrote the words heartstrong on a napkin. Like I was thinking to myself, what are you becoming Jessica? Like what is happening in this story? This is not just about one illness, one experience. There's something more here. And I wrote the words heartstrong and I started creating heartstrong merchandise through the shop that I have. And a lot of people likened it or identified with it in the heart community, which is completely fine. But for me, it was never about that. It was always about growth through challenge grit, perseverance, love, fire in my heart that said that there's more to my story. And as that brand grew and as more people, you know, started to embrace it and, and identify with it, I started getting this message from people. You know, I, I love what you're doing because I feel this way in my life. Like I feel the heart strong applies to me or I'm going through this challenge in my life and the way that you're sharing things, like I can relate to a lot of things that you're saying, even though I don't have the same story. And one of the things I think is important to do when you, when you are looking at your life and sensing perhaps change is start paying attention to the things that people tell you. Start paying attention to the comments that people are making, to the things that you're reading. It's like, I think there are little signs from God, from the universe, like nudging you in the right way. And I just started 
realizing that I had some sort of a through line through different stories. And also in the background, I have two healthy boys who are amazing human beings. Um, I'm so proud of them for everything that they've been through, but they were also emerging as these really great athletes um, who found sports that they love and who I felt that the sports that they were in were helping them so much. They're helping our family. It was actually taking focus away from just being around illness and focusing on all those needs and finding a way to focus on them. So I felt like the sports were such a gift to them. So I knew there was just something about that that I was paying attention to. And so as time had gone on and the heartstrung message became more and more important to me, I really felt the sense that it's time to change the name of the organization. It's time to move from the Ethan Lindbergh Foundation to the Heartstrong Collective. And it honestly took a little bit of nudging of my husband um, and even other people around me. And, but I, I knew it was the next, uh, the next evolution. And I felt uncertain about it, a little nervous about it. We took the steps to do it. And so last month, September of 2023, we launched a new website and it's the Heartstrong Collective. And I'm really excited about it. And really we are on a mission to help people grow through the challenges in their lives and to give back to organizations and to causes and to families that are important to us. And so we are in the process of creating this new and evolved organization. We never start from the beginning. We always build on what we have and what we have, we have done, but it feels new and it feels a little bit scary to be honest with you, because one of my fears was like, I had built this thing. Will people come with me? Will people see my vision? Will it fail? Will I fail? Right. These are questions that we ask, but I decided that at some point that the risk of failure, the risk of it not working out was more important to take that step than to staying where I was. Because if I stayed where I was, then I wasn't living the full expression of who I am and what I'm created to be. And I want to, I want to live a life in such a way that people will look at me and want to do that in their life, that you will want to grow through your challenge, that you will want to take the thing in your life and do something with it. And so I knew that if I wanted other people to do that, that I needed to model that. And I was also, I've always been incredibly sure that Ethan's name doesn't need to be on something for it to be his legacy. And so I also want to say that to any person who's listening, who has a person that they love, that's no longer here and, and who you, you want to honor. And that's very important to you. You are their legacy. I'm going to say that again. You are their legacy, who you are, what you do, how you love people, the things that you create, the way that you treat people at work, the way that you love your kids, the way you love yourself is their legacy. And I believe wholeheartedly that Ethan wants me to be the full expression of who I am created to be. Like, I feel like he's totally cheering me on. And so it was time to change. And so we have changed and I'm, and I'm really, really excited about what, about what we're doing. And so I want it to be an organization that people can grow into, that they can become part of and that they can feel like we are pouring into them. I have, I have a vision that I want to create events and create things where people come and it's not just about, can you donate money to our cause? They will leave completely filled up because we have served them in such a way where they are then can go out into their lives and live and serve and love better than they did before. 
And so if I would love for you to check out our new website, which is theheartstrong.com. You can learn more about all the things that we're creating and all the things that we're doing there. Um, I'm excited about this. I'm nervous about it, but I believe in evolution and I want to model that for you in your life. And so if you're listening and you're like, gosh, I want to make a change in my life. I'm really nervous about it. I don't know if I can. I don't even know if I can speak the words to somebody. I just want to invite you today to take the first step. I'm going to tell you when I I went to my husband and I said, I want to change the name of the organization. And I think I was ready to do it, frankly, before he was. Eric, if you're listening, I don't know if you'll agree with me, but I think I'm right on that. Um, and, and And so here we are today. And so I guess, you know, as I kind of get ready to wrap up here, I wanted to also tell you about some changes that I've made personally to myself. So one of the things that I did as I was working through the change of the organization is I hired somebody to help me with a copy because I had written literally every word that you've ever seen for eight years about the Ethan Lindbergh Foundation, about anything, any website, anything that you've seen that we've done, I've written it and I was burnt out. I needed someone else to help me. And that's another thing that I would say, if you're looking to make a change, like get some other people involved to give you a little perspective, because I think that that can be really helpful. And so I hired somebody to help me with the the copy of the new website and some other things. And she turned back into me the story that would, the heartstrung story about us that would appear on the website. And I looked at it and I was like, I hate this story. I don't like the story. I don't want this to be my story. And I don't even know if I can put this story out into the world. And, you know, she, she heard me and she said, but this is your story. And she's like, and, and when we're vulnerable with our stories, when we share them, we're honest about them. That's when we can influence people. And that's what I care about. I do care about influence. I care about being a steward of my story. And so sort of like with a cringy face, I agreed to put that story out there. And that's the story that's up on the heartstrong.com website. And so in the process of doing this, I knew it was also time for me to make some changes to my personal brand. Um, in the background, I had done coaching training with International Coaching Federation. I had been doing some keynote speaking. I um, had people ask me if I would coach them. <laughs> All these things are happening in the background. And I was like, oh gosh, you know, I don't know if I really want to do these things. Sometimes life calls us to things and we don't really want to do them. I'm going to tell you, to be frank, that's how I felt about starting the Ethan Lindbergh Foundation in the first place. But I think when we're paying attention to our life and we're listening and we're like, oh gosh, you know, there is something here for me to listen to. And so I updated my personal website. I decided to step into coaching practice a mentoring practice to share that I actually do do keynote speaking, that I love doing it, that I want to get better at doing it. It's something that I'm not as good as I want to be. I want to be excellent at it someday. And I started owning the things that I wanted to do. And here's what I think is at the, the, the crux of this. It's worthiness. It's feeling like we're worthy enough to make changes in our life or step into things that we want to do or admit to ourselves and other people that, hey, I really want to do this. Um, or I'm not great at this, but I feel called to do it. I want to get better at it. We have permission to do all those things, but I think sometimes we don't feel worthy of doing that. And when you're, you've experienced trauma or grief, I don't know, for me, the imposter syndrome and the question of that has I've really battled that. 
But I, I do think taking the action step of stepping out in your life and just taking one step forward, then the energy comes back to you. Then you're, you're enabling God to open doors for you. And so I want to invite you to evolve. I want to invite you to heal. I want to invite you to change because I think that if we're healing people, we're evolving people. Sometimes that's one step. Sometimes that's one tweak. Sometimes that's one conversation. But it all starts with just the teeniest bit of courage to move in the direction that you feel called to. And I also want to say that when we move in a direction, we might, the end goal might not be what we think it's going to be. We, that might not be the end point. We might evolve us and bring us to something different. And I've learned that that is the truth. And I've learned to surrender to that. And there's something beautiful about just opening your hands and saying, this is my life. It's an offering. This is where I feel nudged to help me get to where I'm going. The other thing I want to say about change and evolution is there are people that will not want you to change. They will tell you, oh, why don't you just leave it the way it is? Why would you think, why would you do that? Well, you know, you already have something here because um, they don't want change. There's something in them that's afraid of change. And so be careful who you listen to. Be careful of the people that you invite in. Just remember that when you ask for feedback, it's just their opinion. It doesn't mean it's the gospel truth. You know, deep in your heart, what is the truth and what is next for you. And so today I just want to know, want you to know that you have the permission to change. You have the permission to evolve and to shift. It means that you're growing and some, you will leave some people behind and you will leave some places behind. Some you are like, can't wait to get out of here. And others, it will be painful. It will be painful to say goodbye to them. You will feel nostalgic. You will feel uncertain. You will feel unsure thank them all, bless them and continuing moving forward. And, and you're not moving forward to a destination. I don't see the Heartstrong Collective as a destination. I see it as my continual unfolding, as a continual way that I'm growing, as a continual invitation to the life that I have. I don't know if it's going to be something I do for 20 years or one year, but I know that I was supposed to take the step in that direction. So our lives are an adventure. And I just want to invite you to keep adventuring on and trusting your story and um, becoming the person that you are created to be. I'd love to invite you to visit theheartstrong.com to learn more about what we're doing at the Heartstrong Collective. And I'd love you to visit my website, jessicalindberg.com to learn more about what I'm up to. Sign up for our emails. Um, come follow us on social. We would love to be part of your story. And we'd love to learn more about yours. And so I'm excited about the season. Thanks for being here. And I look forward to talking to you next time. Thanks for joining me today on the HeartStrong Podcast. You know, I'm on a mission to help people live full and purposeful lives. So if one of these episodes has spoken with you, will you help spread the word by subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing an episode that you love with a friend? I know your time is precious. So thank you for sharing it with me today. And just a reminder before I go, your life and story have great purpose. Don't forget it. I'll talk to you soon.